Welcome to the Olympic Coaching Podcast, where we take some of the most important lifestyle, nutrition, and exercise-related topics and make them practical for you so that you can take control of your path in your own fitness and health journey. Hey guys, today's episode of the Olympic Coaching Podcast, we're talking about aging. How does your body change over time as you get older? How does your performance change? What can you expect as you get older? Maybe as you're listening to this, you're still young, you're in your teens, 20s, and 30s, and uh, you haven't really slowed down much, you haven't felt a ton of change to your body, or maybe you're listening to this and you're in your late 30s or older, and you're like, man, my body does not work the way it used to, or I have to warm up a little extra, or man, my joints just don't feel the same as they used to. So that's partially a natural thing. So I want to come at this a couple different ways for us today. There's two different ways your body sort of ages. There's one that can be related to like the literal genetic process of aging, like you can't beat time, right? Uh, But the other one is more lifestyle-related changes to our body as we age. So I want to come at the lifestyle-related stuff first because uh, a lot of people just chalk up their um, changes in performance or recovery as related to just, I'm getting older, my body just doesn't work like it used to. But that isn't 100% of the causes. A lot of it is due to our lifestyle. So take, for example, from childhood. I mean, just look at what kids do. They run, they jump, they climb everywhere. If you see anyone that's got young kids, I mean, they are so active. I'd imagine what it'd be like to be uh, like a young kid, but in an adult body, like they run all over the place. Uh, Partially because they're just so excited. They have so much energy that they just want to uh, get places fast. And with their short legs, they got to run to get there fast, especially as fast as an adult can get there with, by walking. So, yeah, so kids are super active. They're exploring the world. They're, um, they haven't you know, accepted that they shouldn't climb over everything yet, things like that. Uh, but as you get older, um, often people are playing sports recreationally or um, as part of school or they're playing competitively or something like that. And as we get older and we get into more of like a working life or uh, parenting life, uh, you become more sedentary naturally uh, because you have more stuff that is requiring you to sit down. Uh, you need to sit down to complete certain tasks and everything. Or it's just like attitude wise, like I just don't feel like moving. I want to sit and watch a movie or I want to sit and do this and that. And as we get older, uh, maybe you have less and less responsibility and more of your hobbies and activities include sitting or whenever you're getting together with people, it always includes sitting. And, and as we get older and into old age, when uh, maybe you're retired and you just don't have a whole lot to do, especially um, people who live in like a retirement home, uh, they don't have a whole lot to do. Maybe they get out and walk sometimes. Maybe they have a gym on the um you know, nearby or on campus there in their retirement community. But other than that, they just kind of sit all day. So this sedentary living, like what it does is like it, it puts no demand on your body to maintain any sort of bone or muscle mass. And so if you don't use it, you lose it. That's very true of our body. If you use it, if you put some kind of demand on it, it doesn't have to be an extreme demand, but if you put some kind of resistance demand on your body, it's going to stimulate your body to sort of maintain that as long as it can. And so uh, that's why doctors and studies will say that uh, a resistance training or any kind of you know regular activity, it's going to help maintain your lean mass, which is your bone and muscle mass for longer. 
And specifically with bone mass, here's we're getting into genetics a little bit here. Um, it deteriorates with age, and that can be lifestyle related if you're not challenging it at all. And so also lifestyle related, um, you know, people say like, oh, just my metabolism is not the same as it used to be. Uh, man, that's not just like a body change. Yes, to a degree, your metabolism does slow down because your lean mass is a strong determiner of how much you need to eat. And if your lean mass declines with age, which it naturally does, um, whenever I'm 70 years old, I will not have the same amount of muscle and bone mass that I have now at my age. And so uh, that means that naturally my quantity of food that I need to eat each day will naturally decrease. And if I'm paying attention to how hungry I am, my hunger cues, it'll naturally uh, inform me like, yeah, I don't need to eat as much as I used to. If I just go by habit, like this is what I've always eaten, then I might notice I'm getting a little bit heavier around the midsection at some point. And so uh, that nutrition is, it's not because your body is broken or it's just changing part of it's because you're sedentary lifestyle uh, maybe you're doing less sports less activity you're becoming more sedentary in general um, you have other lifestyle factors like stress which can increase cortisol um, that causes your body to sort of retain uh, fat a little bit more under that stressful situation that stressful lifestyle you're living so these things can not uh, break your metabolism, but it can make it slow down because you're not putting that demand on your body to need that energy. And so our lifestyle can be something that really slows down our metabolism, not because it's broken, not because it's a natural thing with age, but if we choose in our life to become more sedentary, move less, put less of an exercise or, or a physical activity demand on our body, then naturally our metabolism will decrease because our lean mass decreases over time. So let's get into like the science of that a little bit. Like what, you, like, what about the natural aging process? Why does it decrease over time? Uh, well, let's talk about bone mass first. Naturally, our bone mass kind of hits a peak around our, in, somewhere in our 20s. And from there, our body um, slows down significantly in how quickly the like the bone mass kind of turnover um, happens, like our body stops adding any new bone and it gets slower and slower sort of remaking bone. This is why someone who is in their childhood, teens, or early 20s can recover from a broken bone significantly faster than someone who's in old age. And so it just becomes significantly slower for us to be able to add any bone mass or um, retain any bone mass. And so this is why, um, especially women, um, like postmenopause, they can deal with osteoporosis, which is just like your bones become porous uh, because your bone mass is just sort of getting uh, smaller and smaller. And so what that does is it just makes your bones more brittle, makes them break easier. They don't support you as well. Um, and so if, if you can't trust your bone structure, it's going to be hard to put any demands on that. That's why um, women or, or anyone really are strongly encouraged to do some form of resist some form of resistance training at some point uh, and definitely maintain that throughout life because that's going to help your body maintain that bone mineral mass for as long as possible. And uh, in regards to the lean mass, this is something that, yes, okay, so 
your lean mass does decrease with age as you get older and older, but you can actually maintain it for quite a long time. What does decrease over time is your fast twitch muscle fibers. So basically that means you become less fast <laughs> over time. You're not as fast as you used to be, but a lot of the, you still maintain a lot of the strong muscle fibers, especially if you continue to do some kind of resistance training or some type of sprint type training or powerful type training um, for throughout, throughout life. You're going to maintain that for quite a while, but as far as like your ability to sprint a certain distance, that will, um, the time you can do that will decrease with age. Um, and your type one muscle fibers, these are like more your endurance muscle fibers, uh, ones that allow you to just go at one pace for a long time. Those are relatively constant. Like th those will, you know, your overall muscle size and muscle mass will decrease over time. Uh, but you won't necessarily lose your ability to do um, an endurance exercise if you're maintaining that. And so it's good to be building up that strength right now and maintaining that because the longer you, that you can stay strong, the longer you will stay functional, which is a huge um, connection to mortality. If you're not strong enough to get up off a chair, to get up off the floor, to catch yourself while falling, um, then that is a direct connection to mortality, which is death. And so that's a big th um, encouragement from me to you is to do the things nutritionally now, do the things with physical activity now to uh, build your best self. And, and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go and just totally smash yourself in the gym. You know, think of it in like the big picture. Like if I want to be strong and functional later on in life, that means that I shouldn't train so hard that I get an injury now. It doesn't mean that I should totally smash myself so that I have no energy to do anything else the rest of the day. Um, you don't want to bury yourself in the ground. And it also doesn't mean that you go like super high intense um, or be lifting the same heavy weights again and again and again. Something that I've personally been learning a lot more about in recent years is how well-rounded a program needs to be. That you need variety, but also you need progression. You need progression of skills. You need repetition of skills. It doesn't mean you just add more weight indefinitely because you know at some point you're just going to be like, ah, I don't want to move that much weight anymore. But you do want to be physically challenging yourself, you know, putting some discomfort into your workout. You know, some workouts may be really hard and take the wind out of you. You want to lay on the floor and catch breath for a little bit. Some workouts will be super heavy um, because you haven't done that in a while. But maybe the majority of your workouts is sort of like this moderate intensity. Um, whether you're trying to just maintain some strength, so you're going to do, you know, no more than, you know, seven reps per set, just a few sets. Um, or you're going to do more of an endurance type workout where you're going to do like a whole bunch of reps at a relatively light weight and that gets hard over time um and then or maybe you're going to be like every once in a while you're going to do, go like closer to like a, a five rep or a three rep max uh, but the older you get like the more i would recommend you stay away from like a one rep max because that just gets harder and harder to maintain over life um and it's you know why do you do that you know um what purpose are you getting behind doing a one rep max as you get older? Um, especially if you're putting yourself at risk for injury. So building a well-rounded program to help give you some variety, to help you stay motivated, but also like really challenge your body to be learning new skills and new movements and new progressions to help improve your foundational movements, to help improve some of the more complex movements and to be challenging your core to main strengths 
uh, to maintain strength so that your joints stay stable, you look good, you feel good, and you have the kind of muscle and bone mass you want to keep for a long-term sort of functionality. And so like with age, a lot of it's sedentary, you know, the sedentary living that we naturally get stuck in as we go throughout life, you know, circumstances will happen. Like you look back, like, man, I haven't done much physical activity lately, or I've been sitting around a lot. Maybe that's why I feel so sluggish or, um, maybe, uh, your nutrition is, is getting way out of whack. Maybe you've, uh, become like an, an old dog who just wants to, uh, eat the same thing over and over again. You, you want your comfort foods and, uh, but if you're not happy with the way your body is, then something's got to change from what your normal is. And so prioritizing that nutrition, that well-rounded nutrition and that well-rounded sort of exercise program. It doesn't necessarily have to be just in the weight room or in the gym. They can also just be getting out in the nature. You can be using whatever heavy objects you have around your home to put some resistance on your body or wearing a backpack or, you know, putting your kid in a carrier and going on a hike, you know, finding the stairs, finding a whatever kind of obstacles you can do to sort of challenge your body um, and, you know, do some impact stuff and some more just trudging type stuff, going on some treks and hikes. And um, that's going to be things that recreationally keep your body healthy and moving and developing. And so I just want to give you guys a little bit of a picture of what it's like to age as we get older. And I don't have a complete picture of this yet as I'm still in my younger years. I'm not into the latter half of my life yet, hopefully. But uh, I do make a ton of observations as a nutritionist and a strength conditioning coach that you know people age for just the natural aging factor, but also sedentary factors. And there's lots of ways you can take action right now to make uh, your body prepared for the long haul, to be taking responsibility for your own health. And the little things that you do now are going to help build who you are, you know, 5, 10, 20 40 years down the road, um, if you want to be functional and be able to live your best life and not just be stuck in a chair um, later on in life, then, man, take some responsibility now um, to do what you can to move well, to put some resistance exercise into your um, regimen, put some cardiovascular exercise into your regimen. Doesn't And if you need guidance with that, man, there's all kinds of people, myself included, who are here to help you. And we're this is like one big community worldwide of people who want to live their best life. And so who's, who's in your corner, you know? Who is your social support that's gonna help you live that best life the longest? And uh, how can you get other people on board with you? So I hope you enjoyed listening today and I'm looking forward to the next topic that we have coming up next week on our next episode. And I'll catch you guys on the next one.